You know what that reminds me of every time we do it? It's like, have you seen the video where it's like, uh, there's all these kids and they're all like dancing and it's like, I'm Amber, I'm Jeremy, and I'm Molly. Like they, I don't know what show it is. I've but never it's seen like, that. Oh my God, I have to find yeah. it. And I mean, I like, believe it. It's, oh fuck, what is it called? And it just reminds me of it. It's so 90s. It's like a kids, yeah, 90s yeah. intro. It's a kids yeah. bop. Actually, Something like yes, that. I, that's what I wanted to. Do you guys remember Kids Bop? Yes. Yeah. Still Martin? Kids Bop. You know that, right? <sighs> that's wild. I don't understand how it's successful because it's like, <laughs> what's the marketing for it? Like, hey kids, remember all your who's the audience songs? for it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like remember all your favorite songs. Well, now you can hear them sung by some fucking random kids like <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Jeffrey, Emily. <laughs> I used to have to use that like kids bop when I was doing like um, young like like young dance classes for oh, kids yeah. because they want to dance to like the popular songs that they hear on the radio and it's like if you and your mom like listen to this on the radio that's your business but I'm not going to be in charge Turn of Turn down for what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> shot 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 shot. shot. Well, okay. <laughs> I love that though, because like they do take. I feel like they do take songs like that, and it's just kids going shots, 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 shots. shots Everybody, shots, shots, shots. I'm shots. Molly. <laughs> take some Molly. Yeah, it's a Molly in Duck Club. Oh my god. <laughs> so stupid. Speaking of stupid, this is week forty-one. Uh, week Fifty weeks of forty-one. Gray. We're almost there. If you don't know by now, I'm Anthony. And I'm Ross. And I'm Ray. And together we make... Lyrically done there on that last one. It's beautiful. Week friggin' 41. And this week we found out that Ray personally knows and is responsible for the success of Nelly Furtado. (laughs) Okay. Responsible for the success of her pixie cut. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> tell, tell, tell the story again. So, you know, like, we got to put these victories in context here. <laughs> okay. So, I will tell a story. A few years ago, for several years, I had the pleasure of knowing and teaching um, Nellie Furtado's daughter. Lovely girl. And I would see Nellie every week when she came to pick up her daughter, and we would have a quick little combo. And at the time, she had, like, longer hair, and I had short hair and a little pixie cut. And one day, she complimented it, and she said, I love your hair. And I said, thank you so much, Nellie Furtado, my best friend. Um, <laughs> and she was yes, like... Yes, I will come to your uh, birthday party. Thank you. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> of course, I'll come over tonight for Officiate wine. Officiate your wedding? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't need to be in the will, but it's nice to be considered. Be your daughter's godmother? week she came with a pixie cut and I was like oh my god Nelly Furtado my best friend um you look amazing and she was like honestly you inspired me and I was like oh shit and she said and I quote she said and I quote this is all you're doing Denise (laughs) yeah basically she doesn't even know my name she's like the girl with red hair (laughs) my daughter's fucking weirdo teacher 
put yeah, put on your much. put on your website out of context. <laughs> Honestly, you inspired me. <laughs> Nelly, Nelly Furtado. <laughs> exactly. Like whenever a review has uh, has to be like heavily edited for any reason, they kind of have to put ellipses in brackets. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the times that means that, like they're kind of editing around like the actual thoughts, but they just need a pull quote. Sounds like exactly what Ray needs to do with this Nelly <laughs> yes. Furtado quote. I also have a good one from my interaction with Colin Mockery. Mm. Oh my God. In which I went up to him Canadian and said, legend of screen. Yes, in which I went up to him in the streets of Edinburgh and said, hey, I'm also from Canada. Can we take a picture? And he went, okay. <laughs> so um, I hey, also quote. have... Okay. <laughs> Call him mockery. Okay. How? The, the dialogue just leaps off the page when Ray is talking to celebrities. I know. <laughs> Honestly, how did we book you? The inspiration to Nelly Furtado, the confusion of Colin Mockery. <laughs> and who knows yeah. what other nuggets she's hiding. Oh, I have a few hockey players on my roster that I've I've met. I nice, have some nice. some members them. of the Toronto Rock. Uh, you know, there's a, there's just mild, minor, minor celebrities um, that are Toronto centric <laughs> that I have. I'm trying to think of like the most famous person I've met, and I really have not met a lot of famous people. Have you, Ross? I like I don't really care, but. I, I think I I don't know that I have. I think at one point I may have been like dining in a restaurant back when we did that, uh, like at the same time as uh, as somebody I would have been at the table with, uh, being like that's so and so, and I would have been like I don't know or care who that is. <laughs> well, I, I really do feel like if I do meet a celebrity, I won't remember it because that isn't inherently an interesting mm-hmm. thing to me. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it's the circles you run in, my friends. And I just run in some heavy hitters. <laughs> I truly run in circles. <laughs> like, it, I, can li- I only have one leg and the other one's a wheel, so. And that does, that does kind of get me thinking. Like, uh, we were talking before the podcast. Um, surprisingly, we don't just talk when the microphones are rolling. I know. Uh, our we're listeners actually, will be surprised to find. Well, they tell me that they're friends with me, but I think it's just the fame that they're uh, We've never been invited. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're chasing after your Nelly Furtado connections. <laughs> um, but we were we were talking, and Ray told this story, and they were th- these two were both seemingly annoyed that I didn't regard Nelly Furtado <laughs> as important or a big she deal she is i don't she's think a big so deal. she's I, a big deal i promiscuous like, girl I, I won't be convinced of that girl i don't care wow. <laughs> well, it's I'm, not, just, I'm just trying to think of like who is a celebrity that i would care about now like yeah. clearly we know ray's answer but like anthony who's a celebrity that could like walk through the door of a tim hortons and you'd be like whoa whoa dude um oh shit it's it's the rock <laughs> The Rock would be pretty cool. I mean, in, in that case, I'm like, okay, like if Catherine O'Hara walked through the door, I'd be like, holy fuck. Mm, Nelly yeah. and Colin Mockery, I was just like, that's cool. Damn, Colin Mockery, Colin Mockery is cool as hell. Yeah, I know, but I, was, I wasn't like shitting my pants. I was just like, oh my God, yay. Would have made for an awkward but, picture. But like Catherine O'Hara, I don't even know if I would get words out. I'd be like, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara so is really cool. But also that's kind of the reason that I like comedian celebrities more is that i'm just like i uh, for sure there could be there's probably exceptions to this rule but like i don't think that they are 
assholes. necessarily assholes or if they are it's not because of like i'm a famous person making me better than yeah. you that's just that yeah. could just be their person personality so true <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know i'm not really like um i'm not really like a celebrity chaser like i don't i don't uh but not if that, you not met that... big ed from 90 day whoo <laughs> 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 no, now I never we're wanna, talking. I never want to meet reality TV stars. No, um, garbage. You'd be because, sucked into a black hole. Yeah, yeah something would have gone horribly wrong in your day. <laughs> yes, in my life. Flown too close to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I think like I think like there are a number of celebrities where if they walked in, I'd be like, "Whoa, what are you doing in my house?" And also like, <laughs> "That's a what are you doing in my big home? deal." Um, but like uh, you know, uh, is John Cena breaking and entering? Yeah, like in my fucking, house. <laughs> a, like anyone from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, basically. Like that would be oh. crazy. Those are mega celebrities, right? Like, uh, it would be hard not to be like, "Whoa, Benny comes. you exist." Sorry, Chris yeah. Hemsworth doesn't just come over for tea. Well, he does, but he doesn't talk to me. <laughs> he talks to oh, my. He's mom. just to Nona, yeah. To yeah Nona. Nona's yeah. connected. <laughs> you know the, pretty... the when your Nona received like some sort of like swarmy Italian video that a couple weeks ago, and it was yeah. just like fa fangu. I don't know, like the like that was actually from when your Nona was like, "Who sent this to me?" It's like that was actually Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, exactly. It's true. At this point, though, I think I'd be most starstruck if I saw. Jamie Dornan or Dakota uh, Johnson, just well, because, fair. like, and by I, that you mean like, you would strike a star. I would strike them down. No, I, I feel like I'd have to tell them about this podcast and then be like, <laughs> I know you intimately, but not. But I've also, seen, not at all. I've yeah. seen your CGI pubes forty times. Forty-one. 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 Wow. Yeah. It's gonna be fifty by the time I meet them because it's we're not gonna be out of this pandemic anytime soon. I've seen I've seen your CGI pubes precisely fifty times. <laughs> and I talk about it got... a lot. <laughs> had you seen this movie before doing this podcast, Anthony? I, I had seen it once a long time okay, ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it came out, I see. But that's I haven't the seen thing. the sequels. I hadn't even seen it before before this. Like I knew about it. And I had I hadn't seen it. I had just seen like scenes, you know, like those some of those dumb, famous quote unquote scenes. Um, right. But I have since watched the third, but I have not watched the second. Well. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm. I. I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but we've we've sort of laid out a plan for our last ten. Yes. And we are. Well, at least I am going to watch the sequels. Ray, I think you know. I don't know if you want I think to. Or I, I think well, she should. You know what? I don't. I don't know if I want to redo the third because I know it intimately. Yeah. But I'll definitely watch the second one. I just feel like the second in any trilogy is always kind of the bummer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like take Lord of the Rings for example. Right. Fellowship, excellent. I know yeah. a lot of people would argue with me that it's not, but I think it's wonderful. Then you've got two towers. It's fine. There's just a lot of inter, like just a lot of setting up for ultimately the third. You know what I, I mean, mean? I I do know what you mean, um, but I would I would counter your point with um, Empire, which you're absolutely right. The majority of seconds <laughs> yes. in a trilogy is sort of just a stepping stone. However, Empire Strikes Back, terrific film. But wouldn't right. you argue it actually isn't a trilogy? Oh shit. Like, in terms of there are now more than three Star Wars movies? Yeah, I guess. Correct. And when they originally were setting out to do this, I mean, 
they sort of knew it wasn't actually like the second in the in in the chronological order, right? So actually, it isn't the second. It's I would argue that the fifth? I would argue that Star Wars is. Well, I mean, whatever it is now, uh, but uh, the original idea being two discrete trilogies. So the Ridge Tridge um, being, <laughs> episodes, <laughs> being episodes four As the six, people in the biz say. Y- you know. Ridge Tridge. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> um, but do we have examples of trilogies where the first movie in the trilogy is um, hot garbage? Mm. No, and because then, then they won't make the rest of the trilogy. Oh, well, here <laughs> yeah, we go. The, the original Golden Compass film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess if we're taking it that way, I will say that when I watched Fifty Shades Freed, that's the third one, Sure. it was right. much better of a film than Fifty Ooh. Shades of Grey. For oh, many yeah. reasons. Not Setting only were Anthony we for like... for a lot of disappointment here. There was, it was better filmmaking as a whole. They were so much more comfortable with their characters. The mm. intimate scenes were believable and actually kind of sexy. And there was like some really nice on-location shooting. Like we there was actually some different shit going on and it was not bad. Well, you know what? We should save uh, conversations about um, you're right, free you're right. for that yes. podcast. I was just uh, simply saying that in this situation, Anthony's correct. The first one probably is the worst, although I haven't seen the second one yet. So maybe maybe we'll it is out. still... Yeah, we'll f- we don't we'll know. find out if it's an yeah. empire or a two towers. That's right. <laughs> but I Listen. will say, the, the, the last thing I want to say is just that I am so excited. I, I like cannot express the feelings of having watched a movie more than forty times, knowing <laughs> that there's more. Like <laughs> knowing that there's a fucking sequel and not. Ha- I legitimately don't have a clue what happens in this story. Like I don't know how I've avoided it, but I, I really have no idea how this uh, is trilogy. It, so is it because something. you don't care? About like it seems to me from everything (laughs) that I've heard, there is very little in terms of a plot to bother following. I mean, yes. The first one just doesn't have a plot, really. So can Mm. I? Can we do a fun little thing then? Just very quick. Let's not take up too much time on it. But can you just give us what you think the synopses of the next two films in an arc are? Like, what are we? What are we? looking forward to you think okay well based on the first one where the plot is <laughs> is basically let me just let me fuck you the way i want to fuck you from christian while she's mm. like why can't we date and then he's like because i just want to do the sex stuff um, women huh and then they break up uh, i think 50 shades darker is going to be uh much the same but um you know they get back together early and then he's like let me do butt stuff and then she's like no butt stuff and she's then, like why can't we date and he's like just, I just want butt stuff i gave you some dates and then um, just a package of dates yes some yeah. figs too I put, I put so many fruits <laughs> for your butt to keep your butt clean. <laughs> to put in your butt. Can you and keep it like? Do you like just some prune like juice, a, Anna? <laughs> you some keep prune that juice, thing Anna? clean as a whistle. And bleach, and then um, that's the plot of Darker, and then they're gonna break up again, probably. Okay. And then Fifty Shades Freed is the two of them as spies on a mission um, to free. 
people butt. afraid of butt stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally have no idea. And I've and heard the and the okay. inter- the exchange will be, "What? Well, well, will you finally let me do fist stuff?" And she'll be like, "Why can't we be married?" And he'll be like, "Okay." I, my my actual thoughts though are that like in the next movie. Um, if it's darker, we're going to see Christian's dark side, uh, and there will probably be a countering love interest cause it's based on Twilight, where Christian will, I don't know, maybe get violent or be threatened. I don't know. There will be some sort of toxic masculinity bullshit that happens between the two of them. And then Paul 50 Shades will lay his claim to uh, Finally, <laughs> Paul steps in. Uh, and then I think in Freed, what's going to happen is I, 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 the one spoiler I do know is they get like married or some shit. Cause we like saw in the role play and she gets pregante. Um, so I think Freed is going to be. That's Italian uh, for married. <laughs> no, sorry. There's a, there's a great video on, uh, people on Yahoo misspelling pregnant. And that's one of them. I have seen that. Will yeah. I get pregnant? Pre- <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and in Freed, I don't know, it'll probably be about, um, the business and marriage, and she's gonna be so well-versed in sex stuff. Oh, Miss Robinson's gotta come back at some point and try to break up their marriage or some bullshit, I don't know. Great, I think that that is a great foundation, particularly the spy thing, it's really interesting that you picked up on that, um, cause that is definitely part of it. Excellent. I mean, he's watched the first one 50 times. It's layered in there. Yeah, there's a lot of subtext. <laughs> Subliminally, <laughs> it's there. They've been hinting at it since. In the background the of their movie. coffee date scene, you can clearly see someone rappelling in Mission Impossible style to get a scone. <laughs> there's like, I, I wish there were like subtle lines like, whoa, you really snuck up on me. <laughs> or like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. The, the Libyan internment camps you look or, like an mi6 agent what or, <laughs> pardon or lines like you didn't think i would recognize you taylor we're all tests and they like flash back to like christian testing her like you didn't you didn't notice all the tests we'd thrown your way Jeez. the contract analysis the <laughs> swapping out taylor's the not eating the sushi in case you might get a stomach bug and can't perform your best <laughs> The never letting p- people control you through fisting. Do you know, actually, that is a thing that um, the royal family does not eat seafood because um, there's more risk of getting some sort of stomach virus and not being able to, like, go out for their engagements or perform their duties. Hmm. So as a rule, no one in the royal family, well, the British royal family anyway, because you can't tell me the Dutch don't eat seafood. That's fucking all they have. Um, <laughs> they, they don't have eat. that in dirt. I mean, most of their fish, Both to be good. fair, is pickled, so they're probably going to be fine. Nope. But um, yeah, they don't they don't eat any seafood. But the shits are violent. Yeah. Well, when, you know, li- listen. Once the, <laughs> once your stomach is sort of like ready for that, um, you're okay. I love a good pickled herring. Mm. Ew, Jesus! Mm, mm, mm. Sounds awful. Sounds revolting. <laughs> How does Nellie stay friends with you? Listen, Nellie is a very, she's a world-traveled woman, and she understands other cultures, unlike you two swans. She understands how gross pickled fish are. <laughs> pickled anything, really, I can't handle. Oh, um, I love pickled things. I like pickles. No, not about it. Okay, other than just pickles. The only <laughs> gross pickled thing is pickled eggs. That's gross. That's gross. Yeah. 
All right. Anyway, uh, we had a plan for this one, and let's get let's get, <laughs> let's get into that. Shocking, I know. It doesn't <laughs> seem yeah. like we have because we've been after, talking about pickled things. But do we weeks. have a plan? <laughs> after a few weeks of fucking around, we have plans to get this movie. Uh. <laughs> How do we pickle this movie? If Christian was pickled, what kind of pickles would he be? <laughs> a pickle, Rick. Oh, um, yeah, a, lo- a lot of the criticism for this podcast could be a we don't manage to find or stay on a topic uh, <laughs> no. a, or b we do too many online quizzes and now we're just turning into one like what kind of pickle would christian be <laughs> oh, that, that could be our strength what kind of uh <laughs> what kind of hallmark greeting card do you think anna is <laughs> oh that's a cute one uh, yeah, it's all white mean for it, it says be. live, laugh, love, so it's fine. Oh, it, it's one of those live, laugh, love, sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good card. I want that. Oh, boy. I know what I'm sending Anthony for our Christmas card exchange. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I didn't know we were doing that, but that's perfect. I'll make a note of this currently and <laughs> <laughs> look to the mail, I suppose. Um, do you think we could do official 50 weeks of great merch and that be one of our shirts? <laughs> Live, laugh, love on the front. Sorry for your loss on the back. It's a shirt for all occasions. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's always true on all accounts. God, I would love to like design our own... Uh, like you know how last week or was it two weeks ago we went on the the like love honey site to be like oh here's all the like the sexy things you can buy that are Fifty Shades merch. Like mm. I want each of us to come to the table with a sort of a, a plan of what we want to like what our merch would be our very specific Fifty Shades collectible item. Um, maybe it. that's gonna be the week that wait, I that wait. Wait, are our Fifty Shades or our Fifty Weeks? Is it- oh. Oh, okay. Is it maybe based both. in the canon of maybe our podcast? Do, yes, I think that there's a canon one for the canon of the podcast, and then one for the for the movie itself. The, right. I can only finish, speak right. to the canon of this podcast as I have not watched the films. Well, but that's why it's fun. Right. Maybe yeah, there's something. A... You know, maybe it's a "Hello, my name is Paul" button that mm, only fair. a very oh, niche damn. person would understand. Well, now I can't do that one. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, we got to say There this, goes the best one. Idea. <laughs> Just edit it out, There's and then one. no one will know. And when we get to that episode, you can come up with it, and we'll be like, oh, my God, wow. Whoa. Edit it. Edit it so that it's... <laughs> So that it's your voice where Ray's like, maybe it's a, and then you say, hat that says 50 shades of gray or something like that. It's, it's, a, it's a hat that says press, you know, like what Kate would wear because journalism. <laughs> uh, I love that. Okay. There's a plan for this episode. There is. Yes. So we, we have ta- not done it. We've talked about this. We've talked about this previously. Um, we're all fans of the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Uh, and if you don't know, there's a, an incredible character named Dennis Reynolds, probably borderline psychopath. Um, I don't think borderline. Add the word borderline, <laughs> definite psychopath. psychopath. <laughs> I, I think psychopaths. He's very clearly painted as being at least a sociopath. Uh, yeah. uh, there are implications of him being a serial killer. <laughs> That's yeah. what's undetermined. The sociopathy is guaranteed. <laughs> and in uh, one of the episodes, I think it's in season five, I can't remember. Um, I have it here somewhere. But anyway, in, in one of the seasons, he outlines a system that he has for getting the ladies. 
and he calls it the Dennis system. And it's insane. It is. Uh, I'll I'll outline what it entails. And um, uh, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the Wikipedia article on it because I think the examples are quite quite good. I Um, looked it up on Urban Dictionary, and there's some wild examples also on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, incredible. All right, so. Uh, the Dennis system uh, breaks I- his name down into the actions that, that he takes to seduce any woman and, and uh, earn their undying love. And I'll give you the, the breakdown first. The D is for demonstrate value. Mm-hmm. E for engage physically. N for nurture dependence. N for neglect emotionally. I for inspire hope. And then S for separate entirely. And that's the Dennis system. He does these sequentially in order to earn the love of any woman, to to seduce them. Um, And in the Wikipedia, there's an example that that breaks down this episode. If you are interested in watching this episode yourself, it is uh, in the fifth season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, Season five, episode 10. Perfect. Season five, episode 10. Uh, feel free to like jump ahead five minutes in this podcast if you don't want me to spoil it. But um, here's here's how that episode breaks down. So for demonstrate value, uh, th- this is all around this this woman, um, Kaylee. So for demonstrate value, Dennis pretends to purchase medications for his ill grandmother for Kaylee. He then proceeds to e engage physically by taking her on a cheap date to a closed restaurant with the black up. A backup plan of pizza and a movie. His roommate Mac plays wingman and said he saw a spider causing them to watch the movie on Dennis's bed, which led to sex. Then, N, nurture dependence, Dennis prank called her as an angry neighbor, threatening her life. She grew to need him, and then he proceeded to N, neglect emotionally. He continued to prank call her, but Dennis didn't show up for her, causing her to fall into emotional distress. That's when he, I, inspires hope. Dennis shows up at her window, telling her that he was afraid to love and that she cured him. And after having emotionally passionate sex, he sneaks away in the middle of the night, never to be heard from again. S. Separate entirely. This is the Dennis system. Anything to add, friends? No, I mean... Uh, I, uh, I do just have... So, uh, Urban Dictionary, as we all know, you know, very popular, more popular, I would have said, like, back in, um, you know, the early 2000s, I suppose. I guess people still use it. It Anytime I go or have been on Urban Dictionary, it is basically an acid trip. <laughs> and I want to just describe... Seems some, a little complimentary some, a to Urban Dictionary. I'm, I'm seeing here. So, I... The first... Uh, a definition of the dentist system is exactly, basically what you just said. Great, 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 great. Then I have someone else, <laughs> like someone who has, by Sumo Rugo, he has, he has written a, a, a definition here. An acronym to pick up girl can be used on guy. Okay. Then he goes through it. And then He's it right. Says, and then he says, <laughs> right. I use Dennis system in this girl. For me, 
for me instantly, says the guy. <laughs> and then there's a few ads. Get a okay. dentist system mug for your coworker, Larissa. Well, <laughs> and then for guy. get a dentist system mug for your fish, Trump. For your fish, Trump? Yeah, for your fish, Trump. There's no, and Trump is capital T, so seemingly President Trump. For your fish president. <laughs> and, but there's no comma. I'm very, and so I clicked on said ad, and it is indeed um, a, it, this is the Urban Dictionary and store it is a virus. I'm going at. It is <laughs> the dentist system mug. No mention of a fish. Hmm. Or why it's going to President Trump. But what about Larissa? Mm, I don't know. So I mean, it, and then it says, just if anybody cares, it is an 11 ounce mug, sheer ceramic prowess. Oh, I'm quoting it's here. Ceramic. It's got it's some made of power. ceramic. Yeah. Use it for hot stuff, cold stuff, or random or stuff. Or anything in between. Or butt stuff. Safe for microwaves and dishwashers. Get it for friends, family, coworkers, or treat yourself. But which coworker? Larissa. Larissa? Only oh, ones right. that are named Larissa. <laughs> That's got to be like some sort of AI ad. I, it That's has just to be. Like, throw uh, a random name in there, and when it sticks, like if any of you, do, do either of you but watch Ray, Nathan? Do you for even you? know a Larissa? Where's it getting that name from? No. No. Do, do, uh, am I fish Trump? Do, uh, well, that do, we all know you've got. <laughs> Ray, you famously have a fish that you named Trump. Well, you named him Fish Trump. Fish Trump. <laughs> um, do either of you watch Nathan for you? Yes, no. I have. There's, uh, the, the premise of the show is he's like um, a, a business student looking for creative ideas to yeah. save small businesses, but he's horrible at it, um, and it's very, very funny and cringy. Uh, but he does this one episode for uh to help a psychic reader by putting up an ad that says are you maria gonzalez like a billboard if so urgent message call and it's a huge billboard and And you know how many maria gonzalez's there are there's so fucking many so there were a bunch who were like i thought it was a sign like that's my name literally and this is how the larissa thing works like everyone's got a co-worker (laughs) larissa and a fish trump and you know what? Just show her a little bit of kindness every now and again. <laughs> I just felt like system. I was like, hi. I'm like, my fish. And I kept reading like, fish Trump. Fish Trump? Fish. What? Uh, no, there's no, I can't. There's nothing more I can find. It's just fish Trump. Incredible. Anyway, well, that was just a little anyway, insight uh, into what thanks, I found. Thanks, Urban Dictionary. Anyways. <laughs> On the dentist system, the reason we bring this up is because we think that a lot of what the dentist does here could... Uh, be what Christian <laughs> is doing. And we wanted to sort of stack up and see, hey, does does Christian operate under the dentist system? Is that what he's doing here? I th- I, listen, I know we're going to get into this and, and exactly what that Christian system would be. But I have to say, I, I need no convincing. I say yes, 100%. <laughs> he's had 15 other women. He has a special right. room for them. He has a contract that he has has saved on his computer you just need to add in someone else's name like yes yes and yes yes and he's had 15 women in a short period of time i don't think we've talked about this with you ray but um ross and i have talked about this before on the podcast like he's he's a a billionaire who's 20 what did he say he's He's not even 30 yeah he's like younger than us 
Yeah, so like even if he made his billions at let's say twenty three, the the room that he has, the place that he has, cannot be that old. No. So he's had fifteen women in there. He's had multiple per year. That that would mean at earliest if he got that place at twenty three. So um, yeah, I think I think he's he's definitely got some sort of system, and he needs a an S, a separate entirely. To, to be happening in order well, for Well, I work. think he has. Well, except for Mrs. Robinson. But anyway, yeah. But that wasn't his, right? That was, like... It's true. She, she uh, was his um, dominant... Abuser? He was, he was her sub. Yes, <laughs> very much. These Call are both correct is. words to apply yeah. to the situation, yes. <laughs> to this one, yes. Yeah. So w- what I've done this viewing is I've actually just kind of mapped to each letter how he does this. And... And what I what I will say before I get into this is I don't think he maps perfectly because he's a little bit more fluid than Dennis is. Dennis is Dennis is clinical. He is uh, operationally moving through his system, whereas Christian in this case kind of moves in and out of some of them. Mm. Uh, so I'll talk about that. But then Ross has actually taken a stab at, at revamping this to the Christian system. So we're going to we're going to come out of this with uh, a, a modified version essentially specific to Christian. And Christian's name is longer. So It is. Long, I was going to say there's movie. a lot more letters and a lot more steps for Christian, which is possibly why he's more fluid because he tough, can sort of yeah, skip but... some letters depending on where he's at in the process. Like maybe some girls right. are just easier to to yeah, trick? like I don't think Christian Ugh. necessarily needs to demonstrate his value. People know I, his net worth. Exactly, exactly. That takes so that's the first one. D's demonstrate value, and and that's what I wanted to say is like he kind of can skip this one. Um, they're they're already coming to him for something. Uh, this interview, um, but there are a couple of times where he kind of does demonstrate value, and uh, these are almost almost sequential um right off the bat he gives her a pencil uh when she apparently needs a pencil so in a small way he does demonstrate value right there um he then offers to do an exclusive photo shoot for kate who is having trouble clearing a photo of him so once again i can see <laughs> ross's face is like oh actually this surprisingly works uh yeah no i'm not so surprised de- oh, okay okay amazing you look you look surprised i just forget that he does nice things for people sometimes i know well, it's mostly in the beginning because this is where I run out of demonstration. Well, it's that's not, not true. nice though. He's just doing it to fuck Anna. There's <laughs> that's true. not. It's not like he's doing it without without knowing that he's wooing her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why I always like I hate that because it's like he's not actually being a genuinely good person. He's literally just doing it to AC Anna again and to fuck her. Like there's that's no true. other means. Like, that's it. That's all he wants. He yeah. doesn't care about Kate. I mean, He doesn't care would... about this student newspaper. This is not the fucking New York Times. It's a student <laughs> newspaper. Yeah, but even if it was the New York Times, he would be, he would be getting something out of that as well. Like, and he would t- try to fuck the reporter. T- yes, also. Um, right. I'm just saying and that I'm his gonna, I'm going to share the slightly cynical worldview of most people do things for reasons. <laughs> What? See, I, I mean, okay, I, I get what. Yes, you're right. There's a lot of like I would say m- most of our motivations come from somewhat a selfish or 
an internal reason. But I guess what, like, if he actually genuinely liked this girl and wanted to get to know her, maybe that is at the bottom line, like, I want to get to know you. But that would mean, like, I don't know, like, doing, like, you have to do something that's not so obvious, I guess. Like, it's just like, you know, when people do things like, I really don't want to go and volunteer at this soup kitchen, but this means something to you and is important to you, so I'll go help you, right? But, like, this photo shoot is, like, I literally am just doing this so I can see you again and have sex with you. Like, there's no... there. He's not gaining anything from this newspaper photo shoot other than just seeing Anna and hopefully having sex with her again. Right. That's what I... I, think that's- I, I I think that's true. Yeah. And that, uh, that aligns with Dennis too. Like, I think, I think that's the, that's the difference. Like totally Ross uh, agreed that, uh, people do things for reasons of like self gain a lot of the time. Um, probably majority of the time. Um, but it like, I think the reason the Dennis system is so funny and the, the whole joke behind it is he's literally going through these actions just to fuck. (laughs) Like, yeah, Yeah, they don't care about the person. Yeah, and I think that's true of of Christian to to a degree, and then he catches feelings or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, in the I mean, beginning, it's mm-hmm. it's just purely selfish. He just carnal. Yeah. yeah, it's carnal. Yeah, the way she nibbled that pencil is just driving him wild. <sighs> it's like fuck. Um, well, anyways, he does. At, at what point would you say that he engages physically? So. He engages, he does one more thing that I think demonstrates value. He sends her books as a, a present. Um, but I do think that happens after he starts engaging her physically slash both. It's it's a, a little bit confusing because the E, engage physically, he has like one small thing where when she's handing him at the hardware store uh, tape, he like touches her hands. It's such a weird creepy. little shot. It's so creepy. But... That, I think, is the first, like, uh, touch or contact that they have. But then the, um, I think they might shake hands at the beginning. But anyway, then. I, uh, I, I think you're defining engage physically incorrectly here, Anthony. I know I know that it's like, I know that Dennis does it um, uh, leading to sex. Um, but I actually think it's like, that's too deep. Um, I think that's too deep a well. Um, because... Like, it, it, it's dependent on the person, right? And, like, I don't think Anna needs that level. Um, but we, we do kind of get that. Because Doesn't I, he I, save her from the this car? Is, this is what I wanted to say. Is yeah. uh, he, he does save her from the bike. And that he, like, right. I, I would classify as engaging physically. He holds her close. He touches her face. Oh, um, the face touching. It's so weird. It's so weird. But this is where he falls in and out of the dentist system. Because at that point, he actually starts to neglect emotionally. He says, I'm not the guy for you. Like, you gotta you gotta move on. And he neglects emotionally. Um, only you have to, to move later, on. She's like, I've known you seconds, but okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've known but you the for bike five thing. minutes. We just engaged physically. I had a muffin with you once. <laughs> I gave you a pencil. I thought we were getting married tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. God, it's so. So, do you bad. think he switches the order of the ends? I think he he. Um, I think he. the The weird thing about Christian is I think he never stops. 
neglecting emotionally. So that's um, a constant. That's on loop. That's just, it's never not happening. He comes back to N, like between Always. each one, right? So he's like, mm. demonstrate value. Okay, now we got to quickly uh, neglect. Uh, neglect. Um, engage physically. Neglect. neglect. Nurture dependence, neglect. neglect. Inspire hope, neglect. Separate entirely. Well, we've already neglected. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting exhausted from all that neglect. Yeah. So that's the weird thing. It's more like the Deninanus system. I'm so tired of of seeing like things where men are like, oh no, I just can't. I just can't commit to you because I'm such a lone wolf. I'm like, oh, I'm so <laughs> tired of that narrative. I'm so tired. And I, and I but Ray, imagine. It's, it's just, it's fucking true. Right, it, yeah. You know? I, well, I mean, it's like, listen, we can talk about toxic masculinity for 50 weeks. Easy. But yep. I imagine it's also just like so annoying for men to see that all the time like oh i'm just such a brooding man like it's like what what is that why is that cool it's just the same as when men are like i don't go to the doctor cool right it's like no that's ridiculous <laughs> i haven't br- i haven't flossed in weeks you're like ew i never I don't pee shave. sitting down yeah 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 i need to stand always it's like why <laughs> It's more comfy to sit. Why are you standing? I mean, you have a point. I mean, and let's not talk about the splatter. The splatter is just too much. Gets everywhere. Gets everywhere. Wait. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Do you you clean a toilet? Depends. Yes. Shoot for the middle of the bowl. You're going to make some noise. Thank God. Like, Adriana, I'm really just outing him here. My partner does sit down to use the, the toilet most times, I would say. And so it, 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 there's not a lot of mess. Mm. But I have lived with men in my life. And the fucking splatter from their piss is disgusting. Yeah, if you've got some bad aim, it gets real Ugh. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, more, more over to your point, not only do I clean my toilet regularly, uh, but I also flush with the seat down because that's As you should. Yeah. Flush. Little public health announcement. Uh, flush that with your seats down. That stuff in your air. And if your toothbrush plumes. is out, that shit is getting on your toothbrush. Yeah, it's called toilet plume. Is it actually? Is it or are you just making yeah. it? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's called, it's called the toilet plume. Yeah, oh. it's, it's the plume of fucking like bacteria that uh erupts from your toilet when you flush it flawless mm. yeah flawless flawless uh, anyway, anyway over I'm to, tired of to that. <laughs> over to uh here's okay so like i said he does he's just going to consistently neglect emotionally but i do love the um oh and and in case you're not satisfied ross he, he does engage physically a little bit later in case too you're not uh with the the bike thing like he does he does like (laughs) when he brings her home (laughs) when he brings her home from the club they have like a makeout scene in the elevator the next day do they yeah they make out in the elevator when uh remember when they're on their way home and he's like i'm not gonna touch you and then that's when she like passes out no, this is, she passes out, he brings her home, we're going to talk about this in a second, but then in that morning when he's like, I'll take you home, he's like, I'm not going to touch you until you've signed the contract. Then they're in the elevator, and he's like, fuck the contract, and then they make out hard, and then a bunch of businessmen have oh, to come yeah. in the elevator. Oh, hot. Like, 
yeah, fuck yeah. And they're like, what the hell is going on? But then they're like, anyway, as I was saying, business, business, business. And then he's like, what is it about elevators? And she's like, uh-huh, it's, I hate this fucking movie. I know it <laughs> Okay, <laughs> on to Nurture Dependence. Here's the one I like the most because I actually think he does so much shit. And it's so funny because until we did this, I didn't really think too hard on this. But he does nurture dependence. He really does. Gets her a, a laptop, a yeah, new here's, car. Here's a, here's a list of the shit that I wrote down. First of all, in, in order, he saves her from the club. Saves, I, I put in quotations. But, like, he saves her from the club, bringing, him to, bringing her to his home his bed getting her new clothes all like all of that only happened because he's there right so he, he he makes himself like a dependable person there well like sorry pause this is not not necessary but i thought they go to a hotel hotel yes but his hotel um is what i meant right, good of clarification course, naturally anyway yes sorry good clarification uh he he has taylor pick her up uh from work all of the time yeah. and from the the airport so he's constantly now using taylor as her personal driver and making sure she gets there right like that's the thing is mm-hmm. that it's creepy because he's like i don't trust you to take a cab because i can't assure that you're gonna come right here it's such right. a manipulative aggressive thing to do Ugh. yep anyway. uh, i totally agree um and also uh so like takes her on helicopter rides right but takes her on a helicopter ride to his place in Seattle, where now he is the only person that she knows has contact with in the city. So now, anytime she's there, she's living in alone in his house um, with a a dependency on him or Taylor to uh, return her. He replaces her car and gets her a new laptop, replaces her car. So her old car is gone. He was like, this mm-hmm. is not good for you. Also, there's definitely a GPS tracker in that car. Yep. And then here are the the last three things are maybe a little bit more um I don't know I don't know how Dennis would, would classify these, but I think these are like next level Dennis system uh nurture dependencies. Uh maybe one of them doesn't count, but the the one that that is really interesting to me is the NDA. I actually think the NDA is a nurture dependency thing because she can't talk about their relationship with anyone else, which means that the only person she can talk to about this is Christian. Who is going to feed her what she wants to hear. And and, and she has no outlet of chatting about what's actually going on. And she can't get any other source of, like, information. So she's literally being Stockholm Syndrome. Like, like this relationship is Stockholm Syndrome 150%. And this is just a very easy way to get from 0 to 110 in, on, this, on that scale. Yeah. Like, so quickly. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's crazy. To- totally agree. And well, the the last one on on nurture dependency. Sorry, real quick. Uh, and and maybe this one is, I, I I don't know. Feel free to correct me on this. But I think in some ways, him taking her virginity is also a part of this. Oh yes. This is like engaging physically, sure. But like, this is the only person she's now had sex with. And he does frame it as doing a service for her. Yeah, he, he, he does, which is so 
It's so fucking fucked. weird. It's so fucked. Well, um, but I think we can yeah. all agree that the person you lose your virginity to, you do feel this, at least for the time being, like maybe not now that, you know, it's been oh, years, but I mean, months, uh, <laughs> that you're like, you do feel a very strong connection to that person because really they're the only person in the entire world that you've been intimate with and no yeah. and and that can do especially when you're young i mean she was a bit she's older but especially when you're young that can really play on your psyche to be like that's the person that has been the most intimate with you and that can be quite controlling and i, I think agree. what the hard part is about a lot of like teen relationships when they get into that a little too early hmm. yeah they're I agree. adults but i think that she still has a very naivete way about her that would definitely cause her to have a dependency towards him. Totally. It's an intimate thing regardless of your age. So oh, I think absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like, I, no, I hear your you. mental governors are not yeah. as as developed when you are younger. So that's yeah. why it's a little bit more aggressive. But, yes, being intimate yeah. with anybody at any age is always very, um, you're always very affected by that. Of course. Yeah, totally. Mm. Well, uh, we can safely call me satisfied. Um, Good. <laughs> on the nurture dependence? Yes. <laughs> okay, excellent. I, I'll, I'll breeze through the rest of these because they're, they're pretty short, and then I want to get into the Christian system. Please. Um, like I said, he's constantly neglecting emotionally, so this is where he really breaks the system. But here are some examples of how he neglects emotionally. No sleeping in the same bed, uh, so, so none of that intimacy. Um, no dates. Uh, he contracts them in later, but uh, realistically, no dates and no vanilla sex after taking her virginity. I think that's the clearest example of him going from nurture dependency to neglect emotionally. He, I just he takes her virginity quickly, sensitively, and then bam. Quickly pop something in there about that. Yeah. So did saying he. No, oh. Saying no vanilla sex is quite honestly the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, like even when you are in a kink relationship, you cannot have kinky sex every single time. <laughs> like, you it's can't. Just, there just aren't enough hours in the day. Well, no, it's, it's just too that, much like, sometimes, like, <laughs> you can We've done this a, before. Listen, I, and I get that people who are in a serious kink relationship, yes, they probably do have some aspect of it in all of their intimacy because that's what they're choosing to be. But sometimes it's just like, let's just, you know, like do a straight mish and like, like call it a day. Like there's no, there's no way that you're having ridiculous sex every single time. I think, I think, listen, because maybe some people do and and it's like, man, fucking, first of all, kudos. Cause that's kudos. that's awesome. I think when we, you're clearly independently wealthy and have uh, nothing else to do with your day. No, not even that. Like, I think when we talked to Erin um, way back when, she had talked about how long it had been since she had, like, vanilla sex. And, I, like, that's kudos to their creativity and, like, organic, um, uh, I don't know, just, like, spontaneity. But I think the ridiculous thing is fucking ruling vanilla rule. sex out. <laughs> like, A rule. Like, I can't damn. just have some doggy style and go to bed like and i do have a question about this too because i mean anthony you and i are both in in long-term relationships and listen 
I hate the trope of like once you're in a long-term relationship or once you're married, you don't have sex. That's not true at all. Like yeah. it's been ten years. Sex is still very much on the table. And then he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have I can't sex wait. Lots. <laughs> but I guess my thing is, is that like, is this, is he saying that this is a thing because their relationship is only sex and so he just wants kink? Which it's like, okay, fine. It's still crazy to rule out vanilla sex, but like, I sort of totally. get that. But if you're in a long-term relationship. There's literally no way that every time we're having sex, it's going to be mind-blowing. Like, sometimes I literally yeah. just, like, want to lie there and just, like, have a good time and then go to bed. <laughs> and that's just the reality of sex when you're with someone who you're comfortable with. Yeah, but Christian like, doesn't want to be in a relationship. And that's and that's where I think I, what I'm getting at is that that's the line I can sort of, like, rationalize for him. Right. But you still shouldn't rule out, like that's a crazy rule to make, but I think where I'm rationalizing is that he does just want sex and he is just here for this kink relationship, this subdom thing. You guys, I I have to say, I'm learning a lot uh, from you guys. I'm just going like, apparently they're not a good idea. No, relationships are fantastic. Yeah. You should absolutely. No. You didn't catch the joke. Got it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, the dentist is, I don't understand. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. I mean, the, try the, it, Ross. And, and to answer your question, right, yes. Like, there's just variety in our relationship. Sometimes it's fucking wild, crazy stuff. Sure, sometimes. A lot of times it's just, like, chill, and, like, that's what we want. Cause exactly. Because it's so high. Out, like, yo, no fucking, <laughs> nothing don't you, lame. Don't <laughs> you dare not slap me across the face 17 times tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes it's just like I just want to have like a nice little orgasm and go to bed or like just watch a wee little orgasm. Can we, out, can we agree that we're ruling out handies because we're at the fifties <laughs> stage? Like, come on. Yeah, like that's so crazy. Sometimes I just want to like play a little bit of Mario Party and then like go down on you and let's let's call that a day. And like, who hasn't been yeah. there? Who hasn't been there? Who hasn't? All right, That's let me let me question. let me fly through these because I want to get to the Christian system. Yes. Um, the, the the last thing I do want to say on neglect emotionally is that there's a couple times where he literally like has sex with her and then uh, not a couple times, but he has sex with her uh, like when he comes over to her apartment and immediately leaves after, and uh, he also spanks her after her graduation and then is like, all right, now I got to go to a business meeting, and she's like, we're not doing stuff, and he's like, no, congrats on your graduation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, the last two, two things... Have a car, bye! <laughs> he does inspire hope. Um, there are two particular times late in the movie that I think he does inspire hope. Um, he invites her to a family dinner. That's, like, mm-hmm. big, big romantic thing. Um, it's a huge step. It's a yep. huge step. And he, he, the importance of it is re-emphasized by his family being like, this never happens. You must yeah. be special. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And she's wearing nylons. He also flies to Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) He also flies to Georgia, which is like was creepy, but he surprised her with this like prop uh, plane date. Um, You're the light. You're the night. You're the color of my blood. Rita Ora, be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) She wishes. (laughs) The last thing is to separate entirely. Uh, This is the one thing that I will say, and this is the reason we need a Christian system. I don't think he does this well. I don't think... uh, I think that normally he could do this well, but I don't think he does this well with Anna because 
He just wants Anna to shut the fuck up, but she keeps prying into his personal life. And I mean, so and then he, yeah, so does the director. <laughs> and then we, uh, they, they like break up, but it's really like her. The one thing I will say is, she's like this line is so lame too. God, I fucking hate this line. Um, <laughs> she does say after the six big blows that she's falling in love with him, and he says no. Anna, you can't love me. And I think that's his, I don't know, it's a combination of neglecting emotionally and separating entirely. But like, it's one of those things, that, too, where, like, if you tell someone who's falling for you, no, you can't love me, there's an instinctual thing where you're like, oh, yeah, I'll make yeah, you love fuck, me. I'm going to love you harder. I'm going to love you. Well, especially <laughs> Try for... Try me, fuck. Especially <laughs> for a woman you. who is quite clearly, like, one of those, like, women who is like kind of dependent on him and had and has already been made sort of like stockholm syndrome they're like yeah. now she's like i'm gonna fix you and there's yeah, that yeah. whole fucking yeah. thing that's now happening where it's like oh you you're a broken man who can't be loved well my love and my purity will fix you it's like oh fuck off my he's purity. a piece of trash you've never been loved by me <laughs> yeah like as if you know what? And if that's his thing, he's so fucking like emotionally distraught that like he can never love. Then fine, move on if that's what you want, Anna. If you want exactly. love, don't stick with this fucker. Ugh. Exactly. And that's been the the plight of our <laughs> of our podcast since the beginning. Yep. But um, anyway, that's how he fits into the dentist system. So I think in so many ways, honestly, he fits flawlessly. perfectly. Mm-hmm. But there are a few things that he really a little bit of shuffling he's, around. He shuffles takes a couple of, of uh, variations and that's why Ross you've developed the Christian system um, yeah so I'll remind our listeners that uh, I made the Christian system with my complete lack of having actually watched the film this is all going off of like third hand knowledge um, of talking about this film for 40 weeks um, so keep this in mind so the Christian system a longer name than Dennis, people should be more impressed. Uh, and, what, and really, I just want to point out that when you do flawlessly execute this Christian system, like I believe you will, mm, that really, you. like that's really going to prove our point that, like, even without seeing this movie and just hearing about the garbage, it it's like it's tripling down on the fact that he's so toxic and such a jerk that you don't even have to see it in action to know how much of a fucker this guy is. Yes, very much so. So we're going to start off with the Christian system with the first letter of his name, uh, which is C, which is capture attention. This isn't difficult for Christian. Uh, it is similar to demonstrate value on the dentist system, uh, but since he is a well-known billionaire... All he really has to do is capture one person or praise attention uh, and uh, go into his second step, which is to hold court. Um, I sort of base this off of the... That's nice. I sort of base this off of the fact that they're in an interview situation, and even though Anna is the one asking Christian questions, he is still clearly the one who's in charge of the room. Yes, he has the power for sure. Yeah. Even um, even the, I know you haven't seen it, but even mm. the way they're sat in that scene, so he's sort of sitting on the side of his desk mm-hmm. for a minute there, and she's like she's lower than him. Like they've literally set it up for that power dynamic to be shown visually as well, mm-hmm. like one hundred percent. Yeah. You'll so see that's it. so wow. that's to hold court. 
and then we roll into R, which is to realize a fantasy. Realizing mm. fantasy. Okay. And this is this is specifically uh, planting the idea of um, like Christian realizing Anna's fantasy is sort of the, the oh wow, he's really into me. Uh, Kate kind of said it, but I didn't think it could really happen. Uh, maybe I'm, oh wow, like this billionaire might be into me. Um, and then he moves into intimidating financially, buying mm. her cars, buying her wow. really expensive books, laptops. Um, Ross, this is good. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it spells itself, really. So far, I literally have <laughs> nothing to say but yes. Like, yeah. you're yeah. just killing it. Then we have uh, S, which is actually going to be three S's. Uh, they are in order to separate suffocate and seduce <laughs> literally <laughs> suffocate lot. though right okay like, wow. uh, uh, maybe not literally murder, but murder. he well, seems to he seems to oscillate thing. between moving between absolute no contact to then just being an overbearing presence like oh, i see like interrupting her time with her mom to mm. be um to, to just be a presence in her life constantly. And we, we kind of talked about uh, him having constant access to her and her not really knowing when uh, she's going to be interrupted in her life by Christian. But separate also translates to the rest of her life in yeah. that he doesn't, like, it's, it's a cult leader's tactic to separate somebody from their support networks, yeah. uh, thus making them more dependent on the leader or in this case christian well and it loops back to the the ndr right like so it's like you're not even allowed to NDA. say yeah. nda ndr what is that, what <laughs> what is that acronym well, we'll nda which is which is <laughs> yeah and yeah exactly um and yeah like he, she's not even allowed to there's gonna be a punishment if she even talks about it right so it's not even like yeah. they're not physically in the same space it's just complete cut off from anything, which is also what cult leaders do. Like you'll die, you'll be mm -hmm. punished, you'll this, you know. And now, and seduces, obvious. Of course. Now for this, um, when when he reaches the S stage, so he's he's um, intimidated financially, and now it's time to uh, uh, separate, suffocate, and seduce. Does he sort of cycle through these? Is that the goal here? It's like okay, now you've got like these three S's, and he's just gonna kind of move through them. I think this is a constant. Yeah. He's moving right, these I see. He's, he's constantly doing check-ins to see yes. which of the three needs to be implemented. Yes. Um, I see. And he will eventually move into terrorize slash traumatize. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> terrorize. Well, okay, I mean, so... I mean, she, she's getting very emotionally invested in him. Yeah. Um, right. Which, uh, what he says he doesn't want, but actually works out perfectly um, by, like... She, I can't, I can't remember if there's an exact line about this, but like, it doesn't she say something along the lines of like, I'm uh, I'm afraid to, like she, she spells out a fear at one point, does she not? Um, I'm trying know. to think, is, is, there, is there something that you thought like in particular she's afraid of? She's definitely, af she's, yeah, I'm not really jumping at the opportunity to get whipped and tortured in your red room of pain is something she says. Hmm. I mean, fair. Is that what you're talking about? Or is Maybe. that what you're thinking of? No, it was more emotionally based. I thought that there was a line like that she's like, 
afraid to love him or something stupid. No, eh. not really. Maybe it's just regular, regular trauma that he's inducing upon her. Well, um, I think there is something here where, like, he does... He's a dominant, right? Yeah. And he... So he says... So he says... So he does try to uh, be a... Um, uh, not make her afraid, but make her, like, uh, you know, obviously submissive. Um, yeah. I think it's, like... Yeah, I want to come I, back I think to this he's, one. I think he's constantly going through an effort to uh, keep her submissive in all aspects of yes. uh, her life. Where, yeah. uh, yes, this is, I'm finally coming back to my point. I wrote this days ago, and I did not refresh myself before this podcast. Um, where, like, we've talked about how normally in a kink relationship, it's sort of like, you know you're in a scene or a role play, uh, but outside not. of that, yeah, once once you're out of it, you're out of it. Where I right. think yes. Christian's goal is to keep her in a constant state of submission. In a I constant see. scene, yes. one might say. A 24-7 yeah. scene. Uh, and then we'll roll on into... So wait, so wait, would that be... Would that be... Would we change this from tyrannize to, to tyrannize? Would that even make sense? Wow. It could just be tyranny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's tyranny time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Um, and that that leads uh, really well. Yeah, I like tyranny for it better. Um, because then we go into the second end, which is also our second intimidate. But this time, it's intimidating emotionally. So he does go his through his whole, um, you, oh. you can't love me, you better stay away from me thing. And that starts earlier, but... As we go, he broodingly plays the piano uh, and oh, reminds yes. her that uh, he it, would not, it would not be a him. good idea to to fall in love with him. Yes, I love this. This is perfect flow, and I love the double intimidate. Start with the financials, the mm -hmm. one you expect yes. from a billionaire, mm -hmm. but then move into the emotion, the mm -hmm. one that you don't know about. I love yep. that. Mm -hmm. um, then we move into assume role. This doesn't have to be... Uh, just applied to his relationship with Anna. I assume he did this with all of his 15 prior subs, but to assume a role in your sub's life, be it a caretaker, a savior, etc., just to really solidify your position as, or Christian's position as a figurehead of her life. Again, mm. I... I dug back into my knowledge of how cults operate a lot for this. <laughs> well, this is very similar to nurturing dependence, so I yes. quite like that. And that's yep. the, I think that's the thing that Christian does best. Mm -hmm. And by this point in, yeah, once he's he's basically like totally rooted himself in, he assumes that role. He, he's just, he should be established. Mm -hmm. uh, and then N is going to seem very similar uh, as well, because N is neglect entirely. Yeah. Which yep. closing elevators? Goodbye, it's the Anna. Best. It's what he's best at. It's he's what so he's good at so that. good at. He's mm -hmm. so good strong. Um, mm -hmm. I I have to say, Ross. Um, and I knew that this would happen. I had no doubt that you would be able to do this because not only are you a craftsman with words, Craft. mm -hmm. a craftsman, a an artisanal, yes, a wordsmith. Smith of the words. You. I have not seen this, but I know I knew that you were just gonna nail it because there, wow. the the proof is so steeped 
as to what sort of person Christian is. That wow. it is, it, it's it's not even, it's not it's not even a question. I think you did an excellent job. And hats off to you, my captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> Ross does readings. Every. <laughs> I was trying to think of I was trying to think of what I could do with Gray, and um, uh, <laughs> I really quickly was like, oh, what if it's like. Um, how he operates his uh, contracts. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that works. Give contract, read through, um, enter negotiations, you're fucked. <laughs> I did it. Oh, good. The why is excellent. Yeah, I, it, it's cute. <laughs> It's but not no, I love, nearly as crafted it's, as Ross. It's not as, it's not as crafted. It's a little more crass, I think, than it what is. Ross has put together. So they don't go no, perfectly Ross together. No, Ross is very classy, I, I think, actually. He was just very... Fitting, fitting of mean, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Christian would have hired someone like Ross to write this system out for him. Agreed. So, I'd be like, uh, what, so this is like for like a character you're playing or something? You'd be like, something like that. Yeah. Don't All ask. right, well... Here it is. <laughs> I I love this though. This is perfect. Uh, and to our audience, if you are looking to be a manipulative piece of shit and looking for a system to help you do that, name one after yourself because it's not hard. <laughs> yeah. But may we recommend the Christian system? It does take billions of dollars. Is the only true. problem. You you do need a lot of money to intimidate financially. Mm. But um, you know. Use the use. Just remember your three S's: separate, suffocate, seduce. Separate, suffocate, seduce. And I do, I I do like, I do think that you know there is two, two meanings to the seduce. Like I do Mm. really think that we need to include the actual act of the suffocating. Well, and Mm. and the act of the seducing. Mm. Right. You right. know, there, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a mental seduction. There's a kink. There's a mental suffocation, emotional suffocation, but there's actually suffocation. It's so layered. It's so layered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Oh, well, shit. Well, well did I spell Christian wrong? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been a horrible realization. I, I, was, I wasn't sure if there was an H or not in it, but I'm no. 90% sure there's an H. Well, there is, yeah. I mean, hold court is too good of a. It's too good of a step. No, there's, if, a, there's an H for there's sure. There's an H. There's an H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, looked, yeah, yeah. I looked it up while we were doing this. Yeah, oh, no, thank you're, good. you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're <laughs> good. Well, I, I think that was flawless, honestly. I think that um, as flawless as a toilet plume was that. <laughs> remember I said, <laughs> said it was flawless? Guys, remember when I talked about the shit that goes out of your toilet as flawless? <laughs> I, like I, 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 I would have stopped complimenting me like a couple of sentences earlier. <laughs> you know what? Your your writing, Ross, reminds me of bacteria <laughs> erupting from a toilet. Oh, neat. <laughs> it's just so visceral and shitty. <laughs> the thing about your writing that reminds me of a toilet plume is that you don't see it. But it affects you. Smell you. It. <laughs> Ross, no one, Ross, no the writer really, you can smell. <laughs> no one really knows that it exists, but it's, it's definitely out there. <laughs> and once in a while, it might give you, I don't know, like streptococcus, pink eye, mononucleosis. 
And much and much like uh, the cleaning of a bathroom, people don't give it nearly <laughs> the attention that it needs. <laughs> and much like the cleaning of a bathroom, people hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's taxing work. Well, look, if you're my dad, yes. <laughs> uh, I mean... It's just crazy because actually your dad wanted you to go into theater. Like he was like, Ross, I know you want to be a pro wrestler, but please, God, go into theater. You have theater. much better chances in theater. But he wanted Sad. you to be. You're um, a scrawny lad. Uh. He wanted you to be more in like the scenic painting side of things. Mm. And That's you, how Ross and I met. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. we like, uh, our dads uh, you know, forcing us into all this theater shit. We were just trying to play football. <laughs> crush beers date hot cheerleaders and go to law school but our dads were like practice your soliloquies yeah i was just like fuck dad uh he wouldn't he wouldn't let me hit the basketball court until i had uh written a monologue about my experiences and let me tell you if i wasn't in at least one school production a semester <laughs> my fucking dad oh yeah would make me rehearse lines in front of the whole family my it dad was. my dad wouldn't even accept uh the school isn't doing a fall play <laughs> as an excuse yeah i would say that and he would say well you you better start one well yeah that well I, you know what it's so funny my dad it's like you're gonna actually... be a producer as well as star and director <laughs> My dad started the extracurricular uh, theater class at my high just school. Just for you. Um, just to, to get these kids uh, some, some fucking acting experience. Wow. This, is a, this is a true story. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> did start the drama club in my high school. Nice. Um, wow. And we have a couple of pages in the yearbook about it. And we had two meetings. <laughs> nice. Well, that's more than one. That's, that's true. Pretty awesome. See, we did also do like plays, so like they, they that's what they took the majority of the like pictures mine, from. They canceled our school plays, so that's fun. Uh, do you actually do you want to know the coolest? This is like the only cool theater story um, that can exist in high school because like theater is obviously a bit of a bit of a nerdy thing. Oh, that time you got a handy Drama. backstage. Cool. Oh hell yeah! We all did. No, no. <laughs> we uh, all it was did. it was a fisty. Um, <laughs> No, no. I, Under so, his poodle skirt. We, <laughs> he was a pink lady in Greece. <laughs> I fucking wish, he dude. Was, he was Rizzo. Me? I wish I was Rizzo. I tried. They wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> like, oh, shit. You're, you're clearly a Danny. No, I'm not. Oh, I want to be want Rizzo. Rizzo. Let me be Rizzo. My like, dad, my dad had to call in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wanted me to be Danny. It's so lame. Anyway, the um, the the quick story. We had a, a high school production. It was like um, it was like a really ridiculous version of Romeo and Juliet called Romeo and Juliet Hookup. And I went to a Catholic school, and uh, the the teachers who wrote this were really really funny. But a lot of the jokes were maybe not Catholic school appropriate. Nice. So, on reading the script, the principal canceled our show. Yeah. And our two teachers took the whole cast, they sat us down, and they said after school, they were like, um, so we have 
unfortunately, I have to inform you all that um, the show has been canceled by the school. There will be no performance of Romeo and Juliet hookup, is what it was called, uh, at, at our school. And we were all like, fuck, this is bullshit. We were all so mad. We'd been working on it for a while and we're really excited. Uh, but they are like, um, anyway, that concludes the, the uh, school production and this meeting. And then a second after they were like, in other news, our production company is hiring for a new show called Romeo and Juliet hooks up and we would like to cast all of you in the show. <laughs> and then they sold tickets to the teachers <laughs> at school. So we ended up doing the performance and selling it to our own fucking school and a bunch of schools in the area These and made awesome. a bunch of money. Si- it was so cool. Thing, that's great. A similar thing happened to me where we were, it was my last year at, uh, at high school and we were doing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Nice. And I had been, I was cast as Christine Colgate. I was so excited, like, loved cool. that musical, so funny. And we had gotten a new principal, and she was just, like, all on board. And then all of a sudden, she decided to read the script and felt like it wasn't appropriate. Um, because, because one of her arguments was, well, someone has to be in a nightgown on stage. And I was like, uh, um, we did Grease last year. Somebody gets teen pregnant. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, and so, and sure, this... the actors in the film were all forty, but so so she cancels the school play, and I start this like Facebook group for like people to rally behind it, and I'm getting all this all this stuff, and then someone makes death threats against the principal. And oh. I was at dance class, Yo, and hardcore. I didn't know. And so then the police call my mom, and we're like, hey, we need your daughter to come into the police station tonight. And so oh I was like, fuck. God. So I, my mom picks me up from dance and was like, hey, we have to go to the police station. I was like, what? Okay. So we go to the police station. And they're like, listen, this person has made death threats against the principal. I was like, Yo. I just made a Facebook group because I know that people needed some. Because I want to be in a nightgown on stage. After this <laughs> school musical was canceled, like, whatever that person did, that's their fucking problem. Like, yeah. I have nothing to do with this. I wish nobody dead. I just want a musical. Well, that and person so, was a leader. That person was the principal's husband, unfortunately. No, it was just a weird kid. Like, with oh. one of those, like, neckbeard Facebook warriors. Oh, the principal's uh, son. The principal's yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And so, like, I think yeah, let's that... kill my mom. What? <laughs> I think he got charged. Tucker, fuck my dad. So you see, <laughs> no, everyone. Let's all fuck my dad. <laughs> Theater can be cool and yeah. rough and tumble. Okay, really quickly. I know we have to wrap, but this this actually this did happen the same year. Um, uh, people were really upset at my principal because I think he banned like skirts as a part of the school uniform. Because uh, again, I went to a Catholic school, yeah. and a bunch of other decisions he made. People really hated him. He was a relatively new principal, so they started a Facebook group called "This Principal Is a Dickhead," um, which was funny because he was bald and his head kind of looked penisy. Nice. Um, but uh, it was just a Facebook group full of people from my school, and they were all just posting like shit talking him. And he fucking called in the organizers and main contributors, suspended them, and started a whole 
anti-cyberbullying campaign because he felt cyberbullied. And I was like, dude, you're an you're adult. You're 40, like, stop. Fucking chill out. And, on, and honestly, maybe like think about why that group exists and what all these kids are saying and maybe reflect because if all these yeah. teenagers are going on there to be like, fuck, this guy did this to me and it was super unfair... Maybe some of it is warranted, but maybe you should be, like, reflecting and seeing what maybe you can change about yourself and your leadership if there's an entire group dedicated to how shitty you are. It is insane, like, the level of oversight that some teachers believe themselves to have because, like, they're... That group had no reason to not exist. That's an no. exercise in free speech, and Absolutely. you're not doing it. On, you can uh, are technically not doing it on school time, uh, or with school resources. You're Especially allowed. Especially back then, no one had iPhones to do that with. That's yeah. Cool. You're, you're allowed to exercise your opinions, and mm-hmm. like cracking down on that is like th- there's so there's so much discipline that happens in schools that are is just like draconian in a way. Yeah, like, uh, you did this so, in your own time on a Sunday, and now I'm suspending you? Why? That You, can, yeah, you exactly. can't do that. Yeah, you talk shit about the principal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, if the Facebook group got shut down, you should have started a MySpace group. When that got shut down, you should have started an email chain. When that got shut down, you should have started a, a mail campaign. <laughs> Just, like, gradually yeah, rolling oh, yeah. back the technology to still exercise your rights as a person. flying around, sending little notes. <laughs> Fuck that guy, he's such a piece Just of shit. Just in the midst of the lunchroom. <laughs> Just fucking cave paintings of him, but with a penis head. <laughs> Smoke signals. So what you're saying is you got suspended for being one of the organizers. I didn't. I didn't. I was not cool at all back then, so I contributed nothing, unfortunately. Yeah, he, he wanted to back, be Rizzo, so I mean. I fucking he was tried. Rizzo. I wasn't cool enough. There are worse they wouldn't even let me be Danny. They were like, you can be one of the mechanics that works on the car, but that's not a part of the T-Birds. Let's make, and also, let's make this clear. You're, not, you're a, not a T-Bird. You're not a dancer. You're just sort of in the back, like, wrenching. You're more or song. less just pushing the car on stage. <laughs> anyway, put on and then get out. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. we'll put you in the program. Fine. Anyway, it has been uh, sexy. To, I don't know what do we it say has been manipulate? manipulative to know you. Uh, yeah. It has been a poo plume of a time here today. <laughs> Toilet plumes. All right. Thanks for joining. Have a good one, friends. Make sure you subscribe to the remaining weeks because it is going to be silly. It's going to pop off. Hell yes. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any questions, suggestions for segments, or want to be a guest on the show yourself, you can reach out to us at 50weekspodcast at gmail.com. That's the numerical 50, 50weekspodcast at gmail.com. Photography provided by John Jakes. Original music provided by Ceylon. Recorded and edited by Ross, me. Uh, 